good day. This is Ryan from Ready for Now One, and I want to talk a little bit about um, Cyberpunk 2077, which is a game that was announced oof, eight years or so ago, quite a while ago, 2012. I think it was announced in 2012, and uh, production began in I believe 2016, and it has been worked on for quite some time. There's probably I'm sure they probably started working on it in 2012 uh, in terms of like you know direction, storylines. You know the main overarching plot, different things like that. How they're going to go about doing it. I believe though, active development began in 2016. Uh, so there was a couple of different um, release dates that had been given over the years. Uh, April, sometime in April, was the first one. Uh, then it got pushed off to something else. I believe in September, uh, and then it was pushed off to November 19th. And November 19th was supposedly the final time they were going to delay it. They had, um, you know, they, they announced that they were going to go gold, and that meant that they were, you know, we're done. We're no more, you know, feature freezes, you know, no more anything. Um, it's just a matter of just kind of cleaning up bugs and quality testing and that kind of thing. But they were definitely going for release on November 19th. Well, that was then recently... Um, rescinded, or rather they just kind of delayed the release again. Um, this time they were going out to December 10th. Now this created kind of a um, a big to-do. Uh, people were very upset um, that it was <laughs> pushed out uh, until December 10th, which really isn't that many more days past November 19th, um, 20 plus days or so, so it's, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but it depends on what you're doing, right? Um, some people actually scheduled and took off work uh, to play the game and you know they're very upset that now that that's been canceled they have to now move that around or maybe they don't some i'm sure some people probably cancel their subscriptions got a little crazy though apparently some people were actually sending death threats to the developers which i think is a bit much um, the developers themselves don't really have a whole lot of um you know say in this kind of thing and i i, I kind of skimmed over the announcement because i kind of just don't really care like if they push it off again and it's something to do about the next-gen hardware um, that's coming out, and I don't know. Um, I don't really mind it too much because I'm not really intending on playing it um, like when it came out anyway, because if it came out um, around this time, was it the holidays, I might be traveling, that kind of stuff, and it's going to break up the playthrough, and for me that's kind of bad. So I figured I'll just wait. Um, when it comes out, I'll probably still want to play it on, on, on release day. I'll probably wait even after that. Um, so... I'm not really concerned uh, too much about it. Um, so, Cyberpunk um, is the, the game itself is it's it's kind of a, a part of a genre um, that's called Cyberpunk, uh, and this was a genre that was actually I think uh, was essentially minted uh, by um, uh, a book called Neuromancer, which kind of laid out the foundations of Cyberpunk, uh, and that's um, it's been kind of a, a a pivotal work uh, in that entire uh, genre, and since then there have been other games that have implemented that kind of um, that kind of genre in their games. Uh, for me, uh, notably the game Shadowrun. Um, I first played this on the SNES uh, when I was much younger. I think my dad and I picked it up from a pawn shop uh, for dirt cheap. I had no idea what it was. It had like a a ram's skull on the front of it and then some like digital circuits behind it so it's kind of cool looking but um i had that game and i remember playing it um being really confused as to what to do um because you know when you pick up games secondhand you don't get a, a manual and this was of course before i could connect to the internet so 
was kind of lost. You just kind of sat there and tried to sort things out. Um, or you had to go pick up like a player's guide somewhere. But this game had come and gone already for the SNES. Uh, and so I didn't have that option. Um, <laughs> they had the more popular games like um, the Final Fantasies always had one. Um, Mario RPG had one. Super Metroid had one. That was a little hard to find. Um, but I had Super, Me Super Metroid as well, and I had a really tough time um, with some of that game. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> so Shadowrun was a pretty cool game. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, you you play. You know, you have street samurais, just like what they have um, in in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and you you could jack into. Um, I think they called the Matrix. Um, they literally called it the Matrix. This is well before the movie, obviously. Um, but it's basically this massive internet type thing, and you know, use Data Jack, which was like implanted into your head. Um, you could jack into the in, into this whole thing. You could hack into different systems. You could um, you had to get through security, like digital security kind of thing, to get information or to get money from the accounts, um, that kind of thing. It was kind of a, a cool little like side mini game or whatever you want to call it um but it really kind of fed into the whole genre it was a very entertaining game um i still play it um every once in a while um just because i mean i really enjoyed it and um so I, i've always liked it uh, the whole cyberpunk genre it's been it's been kind of really neat uh to kind of experience it and see what different uh, development studios do uh with that genre um Shadowrun got a massive facelift. Um, I wouldn't want to say recently. It was <laughs> they came out with some games on on Steam uh, that was basically kind of um, like a pen and paper type game. Like you kind of moved your character around and you did stuff like that. And um, I bought that. Like I, and I even got some of the DLC or not DLC, but the expansions on that. Um, unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't really get into it. Um, I, it's probably just because I just don't really didn't really feel like playing it at the time and. I'm kind of waiting for that to come back um, before I actually go through one big playthrough of it. Um, originally, Shadowrun was a pen and paper RPG, kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing. So it's not a, um, you know, it's not it's not a foreign concept to have it in that form. But it's been um, I've never played the pen and paper game, so it's uh, it's not something that you know I'm I'm too familiar with. But I'm sure it's probably similar. And the, the Shadowrun remake and everything, um, even though it's a completely different storyline, I call it a remake. Um, that one feels more like closer to a pen and paper game. Now the one for SNES was a little bit, uh, uh, it wasn't like pen and paper game. You just like walked around as much as you want and then you got ambushed by stuff and then you would stop, pull out your gun, start shooting, pick up the, the currency, new yen, you get karma, raise and develop your character complete, you know, you didn't really do quests per se, I mean, you would, you'd pick up stuff that would, you had to find or explore and then return to someone else, but there wasn't any, like, formal quest system, um, so, um, it's a little bit of the, as much of the background as I know about the cyberpunk, uh, genre, that I know there are plenty of people out there who know way more than I will ever know, uh, about cyberpunk, um, that I'm sure I could elaborate far more, but that's just kind of my, my uh, exposure to it, um, but uh, I, I have been I have been excited about the release of Cyberpunk 2077, um, even though it's been delayed, not that big of a deal, I don't think, and I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. I think it'll be uh, a lot of fun. 
I don't want to get myself too hyped up about it. Um, some people do get themselves extremely hyped up about stuff like that. But the problem is you, you get too hyped up about something and you start to create this, you know, this impossible fantasy in your head uh, about, you know, what the game is going to be. And then when you actually play it, it doesn't live up to that fantasy. So if you, it's kind of best to kind of keep your expectations kind of like low kind of on a simmer and then when you do experience it if, if it is good it will elevate if not well then it was probably pretty bad to begin with right and it would have been a farther fall <laughs> if you had hyped it up too much in your head um, so I'm kind of just keeping you know tempered expectations uh, about the game still looking forward to it you know when it does release um, um, but yeah yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun uh, and I really want, I'm hoping I'll be past the traveling portion of the holidays so that I can just kind of give a nice big block of time to it. I'm hoping it'll keep my interest or that I'll be able to keep my interest in it. Sometimes I'll jump around between different games. Um, I don't exactly know why. Um, but hopefully it'll keep my interest. It'll be, uh, pretty good. I know there's a lot to do. Um, one thing I do want to make sure that I, uh, keep in mind is I don't want to... I don't want to try and do like a perfectionist completionist kind of thing. Um, I tend to fall into that sometimes. I think like, oh, there's like 60 quests in this area. I need to complete all 60 quests before I move on with the main story. And I, I don't know. Sometimes I, if I do that, then I can get like really out in the weeds and then I kind of lose sight of where I'm going and the game just becomes blah and I get kind of like anxious that I'm not, you know, completing every single thing. So I want to just... I don't want to blitz through the game. Um, what I will probably do, though, is definitely keep on the storyline and do a couple of quests as I feel like it, but not try to get all of them. Just kind of like, you know what, I don't really care about some of this stuff. I can get it later, or I can get it through a different playthrough. Um, I'm kind of sort of hoping that there are quests that, like, um, that are tailored more for a different character build. So, like, if, if I were to do a Street Samurai, that might be more you know, a physical, um, melee type character. Um, and so a lot of the like hacking and data jacking kind of stuff is, um, kind of outside of my purview. <clears throat> That's not to say that you couldn't create a character that could also do that, but I'm sure there's just probably different things, right? Um, you know, you can't, your character can't be master of everything, you know, jack of all trades kind of thing. Uh, and so I'll have to like, pick a lane and then I'll only do side quests that are in that lane. So if I don't do any kind of data jacking, then I will skip any and all quests that have to do with data jacking. Um, hopefully it won't be something like, oh yeah, well, yeah, you can definitely skip these quests, but there's this one that you should totally do because it gives you this really great item that has nothing to do with data jacking. It would be really great for someone who's a melee character. It's like, oh, great. Uh, I don't want to do any spoilers, so I'm going to try and stay away from a lot of that kind of stuff. So hopefully that will be, that will, you know, I won't run into too much of that. Um, and they'll be able to kind of get through a steady clip of the game, get through it. Uh, I don't want to stress too much on uh, character creation. Um, I tend to do that. I end up, I, I am an altaholic, right? So I, <laughs> I like to have multiple characters that um, flesh out all the different types of character builds you can have. Um, you know, like, like so in like Borderlands, they have all these different character classes. I want a character in every single class. I want to develop a character in each of the classes to see what all they do, and then 
you know, then I was like, oh, then I'll, then I'll choose one that I really like. And then it's, by that time, you're kind of burned out, right? You kind of restarted the game so many times. You've done all the opening tutorial and, and starter quests that you're just like, I'm done with this. You don't even want to continue. Um, I'm not going to do that this time. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of research, um, and I'll probably end up picking some kind of physical melee character because, for me, those are easier to play. Um, and I, I enjoy them. I enjoy other character types um, more. Um, but I figured I'll do a playthrough on what I perceive to be kind of a straightforward, easier character class to play. Um, and then when I become familiar, because you'll you probably be able to dabble in other things, you know, even in that class. And so I might discover, like, oh, I really like this aspect of the game. On my next playthrough, I will choose a class that does that. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. It'll help me to kind of stay focused and um, play through the game um, just in one go. Uh, and so I'll probably still be a long game, but at least I'll be more familiar with it. Then the second playthrough, it'll be a lot easier for me to kind of get through it. Um, I'll be more familiar with different things. I'll know, like, okay, don't bother collecting this. This is a bunch, this is worthless. Um, <laughs> you know, and that kind of thing. Um, only to find out towards the end that that's actually really good and that you should have been collecting that all along. But that's, you know, the fun of playing through it several times. A lot of times with these types of games, I'll... I'll pick a character class and like it'll be like, eh, that's okay. And then I'll go to something else and something else and um eventually I find one that's like that just speaks to me. Um, you know, I may not enjoy it, but I enjoy that I'm good at it, if that makes sense. You know, like I, I like data jacking, but I'm really good at melee and so I'm gonna enjoy the melee characters because I'm good I'm good at it. I don't know if that's just kind of makes uh speaks to me being very risk averse. <laughs> but um no, it, it should be, it should be fun. So I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, one thing I would like to really see um, is a Siri cameo. So Siri was a character um, from the Witcher series, um, and there is a part in, Wit in Witcher Three, I believe. Um, I can't remember is it in, if it's in the Witcher Three or if it's in it's somewhere in the lore, right? It may be one of the books, um, but she talks about. There's a part where she's like jumping through dimensions, or not dimensions, she's just, you know, she's jumping through time, I think, through these different portals. She's trying to escape, and um, I don't want to give too many spoilers about, about that, but one of the times that she finds herself in, she describes what essentially amounts to the cyberpunk, um, like, time, like that whole era, um, and then she jumps away. So... It's been theorized um, that when when Cyberpunk 2077 like was first announced, that was the first thing people started jumping on. It's like, hey, do you remember this part in, um, where series doing blah, 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 and she describes what amounts to a cyberpunk setting? And so, I'm pretty confident. Like, it, and I don't I don't know if it's going to be part of a story, part of a quest, or if it'll just be like a throwaway type thing. Like you're just at some point in the game. You, you have to walk down this particular alley or street and all of a sudden like off in the distance a portal opens up Siri literally jumps out of it looks around someone shoots at her and then she jumps into another portal um, and then that's it like it could be some like really quick throwaway thing a little easter egg um, so I'm kind of hoping that uh, hoping for that that sounds like it'd be a lot of fun um, but you know we'll see I, I can't imagine that the developers or game designers are not aware of you know Siri um, describing the cyberpunk like she actually you know went to it um, so I'm sure they're going to do something with it I'd be very surprised if they don't 
well, it could be like a DLC thing, right? They don't do anything in the main game, but then you get one of the DLCs and boom, that's where you get it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, well, that's all I want to talk about uh, for this one. So I um, hope to see you in the next episode. Bye.